Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So a question that comes up now a lot is, can I Zwift race or how do I incorporate Zwift racing into my training? So if you're a road racer, if you're someone looking to, you know, make FTP gains, if you're looking for a hard midweek workout, a Zwift race is a great option. Number one, you're going to be treating it like a race and quite possibly setting new 15, 20 minute bests. That is a good thing. So why do we sometimes hear people saying you're racing too much or you're not focusing enough on your training, you're just racing? So just like anything else, you wouldn't ride just endurance. You wouldn't be able to do just VO2 max. You wouldn't just do intensive aerobic, which is FTP work. I'm trying to, again, get away from just the WKO5 terminology so that those that don't utilize it aren't wondering what we're talking about. You wouldn't just do four by eight minute intervals. There's other things that you need to do. I actually, (laughs) four by eight, Steven Seiler intervals. Um, There's a blog I put out there of why you wouldn't want to do that. One reason is stagnation. You you can make gains from something, you have to move on to something else. The only thing that really drives me crazy is when an athlete asks me to look through his files and a coach has given him the same thing over and over and over again. I have, I never knock another coach, but I will simply say to somebody, hey, don't you think this is a little funny that's the same two weeks over and over again? And if you're listening to this, like you never see that, that's a lie. You would be amazed and and that you know that's maybe one reason why i made that post to nate when i felt like he was drilling in on coaches there are some bad coaches out there there are some good ones i'm sure there's someone that thinks i'm not a great coach they're like that guy just talks on a dumb podcast all the time um it's okay that we disagree and that there's different ways to do this but repeating the same thing over and over again has been proven like that's not how you grow as an athlete So back to the question at hand, how do you insert these? Have it be your Tuesday hard workout and then maybe Thursday is another thing that you work on your weaknesses Um, and then some endurance stuff on the weekend. Or if you're stuck inside and it's still cold and gross out or you get some nasty spring weather, I have no problem with someone doing a Zwift race and doing some extra time afterwards. Make that a hard session. You can do, I usually myself don't do more than three hard sessions in a week and usually not back to back um endurance is king and you recover from it you make big gains from it and then when you go hard you go really hard so the other thing is remember that i always say see the forest you can do zwift races let's see say someone might be like well i've been doing these for six to eight weeks i feel great That's almost a different podcast, a different conversation of how do you manage when you're coming out of your build phase or you're getting into early spring races and you feel great. And then you have to like, you don't need to keep it going all the time. Like sometimes, and I'm trying to say, how do I verbalize that? Sometimes you're making gains and people are setting PRs and then they're like, well, I'm doing great. I need to do more. And myself, I've put myself in that position before. I would see increases on FTP. I would see 20-minute power gains. I'd be like, man, I'm crushing these VO2 max intervals. Maybe I should ride a little bit more. Maybe I'll do one more interval. You get away with that for a month. Two months? Eh. Then it's like the middle of spring and something's a little aggravated. Or you you don't get burnt out mentally. The numbers just kind of start falling. Your body can only handle so much. That's why you always want to be looking at the big picture. 
you know, I've got an athlete that consistently will feel good going into spring and starts just trying to, my biggest thing with him is trying to get him to not ride too much at high intensities. You know, we'll go in and be like, okay, two four-hour endurance rides. One ends up being a four and a half hour group ride and then he does five hours the next day. And then eventually Tuesdays start coming and the watts aren't there. And then he starts really questioning himself. So remember, it's great to build, but you're building usually into a race phase, okay? And I think this gets lost when people, you know, I got to get away from saying like when people, because I don't want to project mistraining onto people saying everybody's doing this. There are athletes that will follow protocols that are out there and it'll be like base, build, race. Then maybe go back to a build and then race. And they interpret this as base, build, 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 race, build, 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 build. And unfortunately, we just don't, our bodies don't react that way. You need to build. And then when you go into race phase, if you're not racing, you need to taper it down a little bit, most likely. Maybe do two, three blocks. But like when you're racing, you're getting those weeks where it's like one hard workout and the race. You're getting endurance miles and recovery in between that. So... And this, again, the difference base, you can do a ton of workouts in it because it's mostly aerobic. It's not a ton of stress. Build, depends what type of build you're doing. But like I made a comment in a previous post, I'll do four VO2 max workouts for a total block sometimes. Some athletes that I think can handle it, I'll give six over three weeks, but we really see what they're doing on the weekend. Those are for the disciplined riders that I don't want (laughs) to... I'm like not trying to call people names today. Uh, Discipline mean they're very good at endurance. They don't do a ton of group rides. If you're doing two weeks of two VO2 max workouts and you sprinkle in a couple group rides, by the third week, you're probably tired. And that's okay. That's And I'm not saying that's bad. You just need to be aware, hey, when you get to the, maybe you schedule a fifth VO2 max workout, that might be a total fail. Is it a fail? No. We just learned that you got the stimulus somewhere else. It's time to ride some endurance, ride out the week. Or if you're totally roasted, start the rest week. Like, be fluid with it. Uh, I just got off a call with a new athlete, and he was like, so my issue is is that I I look at a training peaks calendar as my Bible. And I'm like, great, so we're going to stop that right now. Because it can't it, it can't be the Bible. You know, I schedule people out. I, I framework things in my head and in my own notes, but I don't always put them down in training peaks because I don't want an athlete to be looking four weeks down the road because a lot of times things change. You know, I've got an athlete that is a crazy, ridiculous, super strong athlete. Just VO2 max is not the bread and butter. And so we're working on, like, we got to tweak some things and and we found some weaknesses that came up in a previous block. So it's like, had I put another block down there already for him to be looking at or worrying about or thinking about, it, it mentally can become too much. So two to three weeks is my max at scheduling them out and it really helps us be nimble um now granted i'm working on a close level with athletes i'm only taking level three and up now um i'm maxed out at level two people so if you're you know if you're an athlete that your coach is only checking in once a week it's gonna be a little bit different scenario so i'm not knocking coaches that do set out longer periods of time um I'm just fortunate to have people that are really invested in themselves and they know spending a little bit more to have closer communication, it always means better results. Um, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, 
period. I don't think there's any way to, to argue that. But maybe if you don't like coaching, then it's not for you. Um, but anyways, how to incorporate Zwift races. We went on some tangents here, but make it a hard session. Realize it's most likely going to be FTP intensive, you know, over threshold, at threshold, some hard efforts. Just don't do it all the time and may, you'll see gains from it. I'm sure it's super, super hard and you're going to be really motivated. So I think racing is good. Just got to dose it at the right times. And I think that's kind of what we're good at. I think that's what a coach should be good at. That's one thing that I always refer back to why I like having a coach. I like talking about the dosing of training. When I'm the athlete the, myself, I have my own like things that I think I'm good at things that I want to do things I want to avoid it's good when someone else is like nah dude you need to do that just like I mentioned to the Jason Hillemeyer interval or interview when he was like yeah okay so we found some things that you're not good at time to do some work don't just go beat up on people that you know you can beat right unless you want to try and level up all right tangents sponsored by Stephen Bassett who uh, brought tangents up so Hope you guys have a great day. Crush it.